Hello. Welcome to the Script Mistress, where we dive into the world of screenwriting. In this episode, we have an exclusive interview with the winner of our July challenge, the Ink to Screen Challenge, Paula Labash. I am your host, Amber Bosworth, and I just love doing these interviews with my winners. Nobody has said no to me. I think there's only one. And she knows who she is, who was too busy to do one with me. So I'm really excited to share that and give them a chance to really talk about their scripts and their talent and how amazing they are and what they've done. Uh, I just love this. So amidst a pool of extraordinary talent, Paula's script, The Light at the End of the Longest Tunnel, stood out like a shining star. The challenge was to weave a new tale inspired by a captivating image prompt. Now, in this script, Paula takes us on a harrowing journey as a family is forced to face some tough decisions about life and death. And there might be a little bit of a close encounter in there. <laughs> now, Paula didn't want to get on camera. That's a, totally okay. So if you are watching this video and not just listening to the podcast, prepare to just see my face. Um, but it's still a great interview and I love talking with her and I hope you enjoy it. And I also hope you have a great time. Hello, everyone. You are joining me and Paula for the interview for our July winner. I have Paula Labash. She is on the phone, so you just get to see my my face. So welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us, Paula. Oh, thank you for having me, Amber. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. And so let's kind of go over a little bit um, of the script. Do you want me to give the log line or do you remember it offhand? Oh, well, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I have it here in front of oh. me. Oh. There's a life ending light sweeps across the earth, an Aboriginal father and his son and father-in-law hide deep in a mountainside tunnel, hoping the darkness can save them from the light. Yes. Wow. Very, very. I just, I love the log line immediately. That's a big thing. Um, log lines aren't included in the scoring, but I love a, lo a great log line. I think it's a really good tool for everybody. So as soon as I read this log line, I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. So right away, that was that, that set the tone. It was great. So um, tell us a little bit about the script, Paula. Well, it, it, it kind of, kind of came together as a fusion of me wanting to write characters that I wasn't as comfortable with. And I haven't done a lot of men, especially like, you know, spanning age groups, younger, older. So I kind of thought by doing the three of them that way, I'd be able to explore a little bit of, you know, each age group and, and do something kind of outside of my comfort zone. Most of my, most of my writing is, you know, it's female oriented and, and I'm an older person. So it's, it's more older, you know, older oriented too. So I thought this would take me out of it. And I think kind of just subliminally in the, the back of my head, you know, the, us falling into the alien theme, I think it's just because there's so much going on, you know, on the news and stuff with people talking about it. Now it just kind of, kind of planted as a seed that I didn't know was growing back there. And it kind of, as I started writing the story, I'm, I'm like, you know, I want this light to be threatening, but I didn't know what it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of evolved to that as it went. 
Yes. Yes. It was very good. And um, just so people know the July prompt was like a dark tunnel with a light at the end. So I did receive a lot of um, a lot of scripts talking about the light at the end of the tunnel, like uh, near death experiences. So yours went in such a great um, different direction that I wasn't expecting and I loved it. So it was like just this light encompassing uh, the earth. And um, I liked, I don't want to give away the ending. So anybody who wants to read it, her, script is available on the script mistress uh webpage uh under ink winners so you guys can read this yourself so um so what else i mean you kind of talked about a little bit what inspired it that's really great so what kind of like led you a little bit more down the path of the aboriginal like is it just because you want to do a man or did something else kind of spark that that was kind of another thing because i mean i you know i've i've always put a lot of thought in, in, you know, into, into what Aboriginals have gone through in this country, and I'm not one. And I thought maybe it would be a good idea to learn a little bit more about it. And since I wanted to write male characters, it just seemed like, a, you know, it, it might be a good fit and to kind of pay a, a bit of an homage to, you know, a persecuted people in our country. I don't know. I, I had lofty notions when I started it, and I wasn't sure. I figured it would either be a hit or a miss. And, um, no, I, just, I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you, I think you did really good. I think you really captured the dynamic of the, all the males in the family. I think you did really good. I live in South Dakota. I'm really immersed in a lot of, um, you know, uh, Sioux, the Dakota Sioux uh, land. And so that we, we see a lot of that. So it was really refreshing to see that um, on the page and a little bit different. I really like that. So um, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So describe your screenwriting journey. Like what um what inspired you? How long have you been writing? Back when I you know, when I was young and you know, had had high hopes and aspirations for doing a, doing it as a career, I, I did it for oh, I don't know, probably about five years on and off and just kinda got away from it. You know, life got in the way and I was, you know, doing my day jobs and you know what it took to make money and I I kinda fell away from it. Um, about 10 years ago, I got back into it just a little tiny bit because my sister found out she had glaucoma and I wanted to write her like a book in a large type that she could read. I, I did it, but I never had the, the courage to send it to her and I got away from it again. Then when, when COVID hit now, I needed some kind of a healthy hobby and pastime to keep my mind off the news. So I, you know, I decided to go ahead and start trying screenwriting. And that's, you know, that's pretty much how the screenwriting part started. I'd been writing just prose and apps on and off for, you know, for decades before. But the, oh, the screenwriting, it would be COVID. It would be COVID related. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's good. I think um, I kind of did this still a little bit through COVID too. And I loved kind of um, bringing that and having that for people still while they're, it's a great time to write, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I can see in like in your writing, you have, yeah, you do have that a great prose kind of um, thread to it, which is really good, which really helps with the descriptions and everything. Um, so what helped your writing? What helped your screenwriting in the beginning when you decided to kind of make that shift? Well, I, it, it, it wasn't really, you know, I, I'm not a reader. I, I, it takes me a long time to read it, like three times as long as the average person to read a page. So I really didn't read any screenwriting books or anything. I kind of threw myself into a baptism by fire by, by just joining a couple of screenwriting groups and, you know, how people put their stuff out there to, you know, 
to be evaluated. And that's kind of what I did with the first thing that I wrote. And um, I kind of got a, a real crash course, a quick education on a lot of stuff then, because those people can, you know, they can, they can be brutally honest, but it's also really constructive and helpful. And when you're dealing with strangers, they're more likely to tell you the truth about your stuff. So I just put it out there. My, my first thing was a Word document, and I thought they were going to come for me with pitchforks and torches. It was really scary, but it, it teaches you quick. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much how I, you know, just basically the, the, the opinions and, and advice of others. No, that's, that's great. My, my first one was on a word document as well. And I didn't, I don't think anybody has ever read it. So I never, I never let anybody read it. I'm like, this was of a 19 year old. Yeah. That was almost, yeah. Over 20 years ago. So yeah, I get it. Start in, you, you, you got to get in there and that's great. I think, yeah, when people don't know you, they're a little bit more honest and that's what you need, um, especially in screenwriting, because it's so like, there are rules and um, you can break those rules, but only if you've established and you're making your own movie. So it's important to really know those rules to really um, get them down and then you can play with them. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. tell me more about like your uh, screenwriting mindset, any techniques that you have that kind of get you in the screenwriting mode. Well, I'd like, I, I'd like to put on music in the background and I'll, I'll like, you know, like with, with, this contest, I'll take the, the picture, the prompt, and I'll throw it as, as my, you know, as my wallpaper while I'm working on the story. This way, if I want to go back and look at it, I can. And I'll just kind of sit and marinate on the, the picture and the idea and then, you know, whatever verbal information that you put in there and um, kind of just hope that something comes to me. And sometimes that actually takes me, you know, actually starting up the, the, the file and starting to write before it does. And I'd like to say that I plan ahead and I, you know, I have, have you know, this great schematic that I lay out, but pretty much it it all comes to me as I'm doing it most Mm -hmm. most of the time, at least. Mm -hmm. And I, I do, I love adding that question in there because everybody is so different. And I think it's important for other writers to know that there's not a way there's like, you don't have to have a schematic. You can make one if you want, but you really don't need one um, to be a success at your writing and get something down on the page. So I like, that's why I like asking that question. Um, so you joined some screenwriting book groups and everything trial by fire. So what is, what are some things that you enjoy when you read another screenwriter's work? I, I love the way most, I I feel like most writers are better at making their action scenes concise and and getting them across. I I love reading other people's action scenes and just, just different ways that something, the same thing can be described, especially like with this contest, where we're all seeing the same thing, but we're seeing it so different. I like to see that and draw that comparison and, and you know, try to see how, you know, somebody else's mindset got them to that. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to just see how alike and how different we all are as we're writing. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And what are, what are some things that you don't really like, or you wish that people could know, like when you read a, a somebody brand new, or there's something that you don't really like? I, I don't, don't know if I'd say it dislike as much as it's, I, I have like a weird obsession, you know, I, I'm long winded with my action lines and I know that I, I, I do that to a fault, but when I'm reading other people's action lines, it'll be like, if it spills over by a word or two, I'm like really able to go in there and, and you know, they could have changed this and did this and saved themselves a whole line of space in the script. I wish I could do that on my own stuff as well, but it's like this weird idiosyncrasy that I have, or, you know, I, I t- like rearrange other people's, you know, verbiage to see if I could shorten it or make it different. That's right. something I need to implement. 
Yes, yes. No, I, I'm, I'm the same way. We see it a lot easier in other people. So I'm like, oh, if you just like shorten this one down or just change the word to a shorter word, then you could save yourself because it's real estate. It's very, very um, precious real estate when you're working, especially in contests or challenges is to really make sure you have that, that work. And I think, I think a lot of um, even producers or anybody, you know, kind of reading your script kind of takes a look at that too. Um, if you can make, you know, brevity and everything. So, so what are some tips that you would like to give out to any like beginning screenwriters? Gosh, just, just go ahead, jump in and do it. And, you know, it's going to feel really, really daunting at the beginning. You're going to think that you, you know, you've been going for, you know, 40 hours and look down and only have a few pages, but I yeah. just, just do it and just put in the work. I mean, I guess that, that would be, that would be my, my biggest one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely um so uh, you said you you wrote a lot a long time ago do you have any places where your work is at are you published um anything like that no no it it, it never it never came to fruition you know as a professional accomplishment it, it mostly stayed as you know as a hobby and I didn't take mm -hmm. any classes or anything just something that oh, I've yeah. done and you know I'll do I just, I like to put that in there to, to, so any, any writer or any of the winners can plug any, any of their stuff. If they've got something available that they want to share with anybody where we can catch any more of their writing. So, um, and the last thing, what is, I mean, what is your favorite thing about writing? Cause you've, I mean, you've been in ink to screen, um, since it started back up again, were you before as well before? No, no, no yeah. I, 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 I think about, I, I want to say about maybe 10 months. Yeah. So, but you've been in the top five, like fairly, fairly regularly. So this is, I'm so happy that I saw, I, I put everything in the spreadsheet and I, and I'm like, yay, Paula, I love, I love seeing that. So what is your favorite thing? You keep coming back and I love that. It makes me so happy. What is your favorite thing about writing for the ink to screen challenge? It keeps, it, it, it forces you to keep yourself focused and engaged in a specific project. And it gives you parameters to follow. I kind of look at it like if I ever did get an option, you know, to, to do something and somebody wanted to hire me to write and they said, I want this and this and this, by doing this on a regular basis, it should at least get me a little bit geared toward being able to take that kind of direction, you know, go with it and then take initiative and create a story. I mean, it's, it's plus the, you know, the feedback and, you know, and the, the stuff that, it, the, the information that you give on each of them, it helps me learn each time. Okay. You know, sometimes I go back to the, you know, go back to my old ways where I'm too wordy and stuff. But, you know, for the most part, it's, 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 this has been like the, honestly, the biggest part of my education in terms of what to do with screenwriting. And I appreciate that. Awesome. Yes. That's what I try to like. I'm like, you're teaching, like, I may be giving you the prompt and giving you some feedback, but it's really you guys and what you take from it and what you learn from it. So I love, I love that. That makes me very happy. Well, this was great, Paul. I'm so glad that you are among our winners now <laughs> into the, into the winner's circle. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Well, I appreciate it, Amber. Thanks a lot. And I'm looking forward to the August one too. <laughs>
Uh, wasn't that an awesome interview? Oh God, I had so much fun. I truly love having a writer win this that has been in it for several months. Like I said, Paula worked hard every month and improved every time. It was incredible to watch and read as this got better and better. Now I'll hold your quills because if you missed the boat this time, don't worry, the Ink to Screen August Challenge just finished and you can still hop aboard the next month. There's no such thing as too late. So take a look and guess what? Next challenge is right around the corner. So make sure you reserve your spot for the exciting September challenge. You can see that all at the scriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. And if you want to read all the incredible talent from the July and previous months, we have all the previous months going all the way back to when we started again back in February. Be sure to download them all at the scriptmistress.com forward slash ink winners. Get ready to be amazed, inspired, and whisked away on journeys beyond your wildest dreams. They are fun. Stay tuned for more thrilling challenges, insightful interviews, and opportunities to showcase your brilliance. We're here to celebrate and uplift each and, and each other on this thrilling literary adventure. Now sending heaps of gratitude and creative energy your way. So we finally finished the archetype series. So I wanted to remind you that we have a collection of free guides and templates that can enhance your writing skills. So get on my website and check out our free log line cheat sheet, which will help you perfect those log lines for when you're ready to pitch your amazing scripts. You can download it at thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene 40 for this episode. Um, join our Facebook page at Ink to Screen and share your insights. Your ideas might just inspire someone else. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any podcast ideas that you think could be helpful, feel free to email me at amber at the scriptmistress.com. And don't forget to like and follow the show wherever you're listening or watching. Until then, till the next time, happy writing and talk to you soon.